Hi, you're listening to the Exposure Magazine podcast, and I am Nora Sophia. Thank you for joining us today. Hope you all are well. Today, I want to talk about confronting our own power. I think so many of us are afraid of the power that we actually wield within us. We learn a sort of nice way of being. We've learned how to function so that we're approved of, so that we're loved, so that we're held in high regard. But we have power. We have the ability to change the world. We have the ability to change ourselves. We have the ability to transform pain into something positive. And it comes when we are willing to stand in our truth and confront the very power, the qualities that are within us. But first, we have to learn how to sort, how to mend, and how to renew the instinctive psyche through almost a purification and the washing of the fibers of our being. What am I talking about? Well, our teacher appears, and I'm talking about this inward intuition, appears when our soul, not our ego, is ready. If we waited for our ego to be ready, we would be waiting forever because our ego thinks that everything's cool, right? Everything's good. I don't have any problems. It's everybody else. But our soul cries out. Our soul is what longs to be heard, to be seen, to be experienced, that wants to experience life itself. I remember in my own life when I had had enough. I remember facing a failing marriage. And at the same time, I didn't want to be a failure. But it was in standing in that truth and it was in confronting the reality that this marriage was not a good marriage. It wasn't something to hold on to. And it was getting over the questions of what will others say? What will my family think? What will my son think? And it was actually in being willing to ask myself better questions. Yes, there were times when it felt as though there was no way out. I didn't see a path. If I'm being completely transparent, it was so bad I kept a suicide note in my drawer addressed to my son. I shared with him the great pain that I had experienced and how much I didn't want for him to ever experience this. Yes, the pain ran deep and the pain was thick and the pain sat on my chest day in and day out. But I believe part of that, part of that was allowed to hurt me enough to be just uncomfortable enough that I wouldn't forget it was there and that I would hopefully then 
want to do something about it. And isn't it interesting? A soul that longs for significance can become, I don't know, frantic, searching for anything to make it feel alive again. But how many of you understand blossoming is something that we have to navigate solely? We have to find that space within ourselves without molestation. And we cannot be afraid to go into the dark places within us. Rather, we learn that the dark is our friend. The dark teaches us to see within itself and guides us to those places where we need to be made whole. Dark is not bad. Dark is not bad. It learns to play with the light and to create the most beautiful contours and just awesomeness in our life. And it's in this transformative space that we intuitively remember the design for our life. We know what we no longer are. We recognize what we no longer need. And we know what we must rid ourselves of so that we can be renewed again. We take these decaying, these rotting and dead parts within us, and we resurrect them. We speak life through the power that we have to these places within us to rise from those ashes and become. And when we allow ourselves, when we allow ourselves to be dismantled at the hands of others, when we give them permission to take parts of our identity from us, how in the world do we expect ourselves to be whole? No, we cannot allow that anymore because we are left tattered, we are left in fragments, we are left not realizing the beauty that is us, internally and externally. We don't recognize love anymore. And we certainly don't have a love for ourselves in that moment. No. We must learn to rid ourselves of these things so we stand deeply rooted so that we no longer sink to the plateaus that others deem is where we are supposed to be. No, we rise above. We go higher. And we find that place within ourselves where we are functioning on all cylinders and our creativity is being burst forth. Hmm. We recognize. We recognize and remember ourselves. And we understand with empathy the terror, maybe the trauma that has been imposed upon us, but we are no longer agreeing 
with the perpetrators of our lives, we are no longer seeing ourselves as nothing but a shell. There is no victim script here. We are survivors, and we are not only survivors, we thrive. And we learn to remember to follow our instincts of transformation by breaking the code of silence that we agreed to for far too long. We identify and we slay the assassin of our identity and we use every bit, every bit of our energy to shift the destruction of our pathway to life through finding patterns, through paying attention to our dreams, to giving ourselves permission to dream again, and learning to hear and speak from our soul's true voice. Yes, we backtrack within our memory. We loop around to see our challenges from another perspective. And we expose what had us hooked up to an IV for too long to a slow death. We know it, we name it, and we begin to use this power, this intuition to rid ourselves of it. And when we realize that we have allowed ourselves to be taken hostage, not only in the physical world, but in our mental world too, when that happens, when we see it for what it has been. Oh, in that moment, we are so dangerous. We are so dangerous. We find that force within us that rises and it will not let go. We know we must escape this caricature that we have drawn of this pseudo life. We know that we want the authentic, beautiful, and fiery passion we have only tasted in glimpses up until now. Mm. And we awaken. We awaken to the truth of the shadow life that we allowed ourselves to live, and we will not go back to sleep. We will not go back to sleep. We realize how insidious the nature of this need was to believe in a person as, as some life giver rather than seeing them for what they were in our lives. That was my case. And yes, we can find ourselves completely exhausted but even when you find yourself exhausted, do not go back to sleep. For going back to sleep, that's sudden death. You were meant to live. This moment is the most powerful time in the initiation of our intuition. And we go from feeling like someone must see us, someone 
Someone must help us. Someone must give us the answers to realizing it is we who are powerful beyond measure. It is we who are creative. It is we who are skillful. It is we who are awake. And it is we who will dismantle any predator, anything that would try to get in the way of the river of life that we have flowing through us. And we will not allow, we will not allow the parts of our identity to be carried off little by little any longer. We will not be giving permission for our lives to be plundered. Hmm. No. We will demand that it cease and desist as we take our lives back, as we realize the power that we wield inside of us. Ooh, and we become so wise. We become companions with wisdom like you would not believe. Fight, flight, or freeze? Oh, sure. And yes, there is a time for each of those. And we, through life, we will experience them all. But the critical time of this initiation in transformation, it is not the time to have knocking knees. No, this is the moment we gather ourselves. This is the moment we remember who we are in the fullness of all that we are created to be and we stand in the realization of our passion where we subdue our wounds. We stop the triggers we no longer allow the person, whatever it is, whatever the vampire is that has been sucking the life from us for too long, we do not allow it. And slowly, we become the hero of our journey. We are no longer afraid. No, we, we find ourselves emboldened. And we are no longer staring into the unknown because we realize that we are the known. And we no longer find ourselves looking over our shoulder in fear, wondering what's next because our eyes have married with our heart and we can only see in front of us what we have yet to birth and create. When we do not have this beautiful harmony, when our internal desires don't marry up with our external actions, we dream. We dream of going to far off places, but we never set a date. We never buy the plane ticket. We never make it happen. We set goals to accomplish meaningful dreams but we never even make the first leg of the journey to get there. Or worse, 
we abandon the dream at the first sign of hardship or challenge. And that is not who you are. That is not what you're made of. The procrastinating, the excuses, the lack of belief then evolves to self-hatred, self-disappointment, self-loathing, and another lock gets added to our mental prisons. And without realizing it, we hire shame to be our guide and all the new beginnings that we longed for never begin and all of the sorely needed endings never get spoken or cease. And we can end up with a lifelong commitment to unresolved and ongoing self-devastation rather than committing our life to experience all of it, all that we were meant to be, wild, passionate, joyful, and full of love. Ooh, yes, there is something. There is something that lies within us sometimes that is so afraid of the transaction of exchange. And our being does not want to be made aware of the patterns of our past. Well, then we'd be summoned to have to do something, right? But there is a gnawing in our bones and it will not let us settle for the status quo any longer. Let me ask you, what if the key to your mental prison has been hidden on your tongue all these years? What is it that is not being spoken aloud? And what if realizing that your soul is bleeding out is actually the first step to really knowing that you're actually alive? You see, your hunger for pleasure and connection is not profane. There isn't anything wrong with that. We have to find, though, what is this deep longing within us? What do we really want? You see, fear wastes air. Like a person in their final hours finally realizes what is important each breath we take can set us free long before we reach the threshold of it's too late. Most of what is and what we will experience has already entered our soul at the most intrinsic level, like lightning shocking us to the most authentic courage within us. And now, it becomes a matter of allowing our physical life the chance to catch up with what we've already known. We are never drawn in to life scenes that we are not ready for. Though sometimes, yes, they're going to feel challenging. But no matter, no matter our uncertainty and no matter the dizziness of the world, 
our hearts remind us there's still a chance. No matter what seems unbearable, the well of knowing in the center of our being will never be untrue. Just as the fire in Middle Earth will never go out. So as you unfold your day, as you walk into the lovely sweep of your flowering and beautiful blossoming life, as you go about your day, I can assure you that nothing will keep you from being worn to the beauty that is you in your entirety. That all will be authentic. And I can promise you that everything you touch with your authentic heart will gift you something. It will absolutely gift you something. And you will be functioning in your passions, gifts, and talents for humanity and the world. Hmm. Thank you for joining me today. I am Nora Sophia, and this is the Exposure Magazine Podcast.